Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. We're studying the book of Acts, and we're in Acts chapter 13. Listen to what it says in verse 48. And when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the Lord, and as many as were appointed to eternal life believed. What happens when we make the gospel the main feature? the main feature of our churches, the main feature of our preaching, the main feature of our lives. Well, from looking at our text today, we can see that a couple of things happen. Some people are appointed to believe. The benefit of keeping the gospel as the main attraction is that God uses the gospel and appoints some people to eternal life. Do you notice the wording there? We can't get around that. Can you live with that tension? Is it okay with you that God be God and sovereign and has left some things a mystery and that all of our theological questions don't necessarily have to be wrapped up in pretty bows? God appoints people to believe unto eternal life. Does that make the opposite true, that God appoints others not to believe? Well, no. If we were to read the text again and look at that passage, we would see where Paul says that the Jews thrust aside the gospel. They rejected it. They were responsible for that choice. Well, after Paul preaches that sermon, the Gentiles are ecstatic to know that God has included them in his plan of salvation, and not just included them in some secondary way, but that they have all the rights and privileges and benefits as a child of God. And so they go out and tell all of their friends and family and family members about it so that the next Sabbath, the whole town is there to hear about the main attraction, the gospel. But there are some of the Jews who can't stand it. They can't stand to see their synagogue filled with Gentiles. And you may think, but that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Surely they weren't that upset. I would never be upset if I came to church next Sunday and the place was filled up. Really? Even if they were sitting in your chosen seat? And even if they didn't look like you or talk like you or smell like you or didn't know when to stand up or sit down during the service or even if you knew where they had been and what they had been doing the night before. You see, there were some Jews there that day that if the gospel was true and that all peoples could be saved by God's grace alone in Christ alone through faith alone and become a first-rate child of God, then they, the Jews, could no longer put stipulations and regulations on people, which meant they had lost control. So they were filled with jealousy. And note Paul's words to them in verse 46. You reject the gospel and consider yourself unworthy of eternal life. No one will ever be able to stand before the Father in heaven on Judgment Day and say, I didn't have the ability to believe. Rather, it'll be said of them, you cast aside the gospel. So let me bring this to bear upon us. What happens when we preach and continue to make our focus a gospel of free grace for all who would believe, no matter the background, the crimes, or the pedigree? Well, some people will reject it. And some of those who will reject it will be longtime church folks. So let this bear on your heart. If this scene happened next Sunday, which I pray it does, and your church building is filled with people who do not look, smell, talk, act like you do, yet they're eager to hear the gospel, and you in your heart say, I can't believe this. Who do they think they are? If this keeps up, I'm going to have to find another church. If that were to rise up in your heart and you not repent, it should be a big red flag to you that maybe you have never fully grasped 
or trusted in the gospel. But the gospel is good news for you as well. And you can be saved. You can be redeemed today by turning from your sin, from your pride and arrogance, and trusting in the work of Jesus Christ today. Sometimes the ones who need the gospel the most are the ones who think they already have it. When you pray today, pray for Jeremy, Mandy, Paisley, Molly, and Havana Hambrice, our missionary family in Papua New Guinea, who are there teaching and preaching to people who have likely never heard the gospel. And also pray for the Igbo broadcast in the target area of Nigeria. Mm -hmm.